All right, so we might all have some preconceived notions of what the IDA is. I hadn't really heard of it when, when I joined. It was DJ that actually kind of really talked me into it to, to be a part of it. And the reason why I joined wasn't, wasn't really just the certification, right? Certifications are very valuable, especially for a business Right, like Fine has really said, you know, we want to make sure every manager, um, it, you know, gets rolling. So it's not just the certifications, but to me, it's also the community. Um, Vu has been a part of some of the. Uh, the I haven't watched them, but you said you, yeah, the webinars. You have watched them. So there's a whole. You know, there's a whole bunch of different things that, uh, there we go, there he is. We'll get, there we go, go live, cool. Um, different things that are, you know, it, it to me, right, you, 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 guys, me? you guys have different associations, right, as far as, um, no, any in the paint body? No, there's associations. I just don't go to. You haven't done them. Uh, oil change or different things like there's always every industry has plumbers have association, electricians have association. Like so, this is our association. And if I wanted to invest my life into this industry, I wanted to be a part of really the only association for us, and that was the main deal. So, hey, Justin, what's up? How you doing, Marty? Good, man, good. I've got uh, a good group of guys here. I'll flip. Hey, guys, how you doing? Let me see. There, let's flip it around. There we go. All right, so here's the rest of them. You might know that guy. All right, so uh, Justin is the president of the IDA. Uh, Justin, take a brief moment. Tell us your history, who you are, all that type of deal. Uh, just like Marty mentioned, uh, 2018 president of the International Detail and Association. Uh, I've been in business going into actually my 11th year started this month. Um, uh, full-time detailer. Um, now more of a leader, mentor, and consultant to the industry, along with being the lead global consultant for Buff and Shine Manufacturing. So I hold quite a few titles within the industry, along with running my own shop and business um, that stays quite busy. Uh, aside from that, though... Um, that's about the gist of it. Um, can't think of anything else, really. That's cool. So we were asking the question, um, why did we join the IDA for those of us? And we got you on the phone. DJ and Vu haven't got a chance to answer yet. Um, but why did you join the IDA? Well, I actually um, seen the IDA the first time at Mobile Tech 2014. Uh, that's when I was exposed to it. And I kind of went over to the booth and got a rundown of, of what the IDA was all about being an association for detailers, uh, by detailers, for detailers, and moving forward with us getting recognized basically as a trade. And at that point, I knew that that was, that was for me. Um, you know, just being a detailer and wanting to be part of the bigger picture and also the everyday struggles that we all share of people giving us resistance when we ask for our, you know, prices from our customers or potential customers. Um, or just sometimes being looked down upon as a detailer. When you tell people that yeah, you detail, they're like, oh, 
So how much it would cost to wash my car? And that kind of response is not, not that it's disrespectful, but it's just not very professional. And I wanted to be part of the bigger picture that makes us have a, a bigger presence of what we do that's more respected. And I, that's, that was one of my things why I joined the ID and why I also got involved uh, in the committees, on the board, and of course leading up to president as well. Nice, nice. So um, give us a little elevator pitch, you know, and I think what's interesting with the IDA, it's one of the sort of slogans, underlying slogans, it isn't, it's, it sort of plays off of the, uh, the president that said, you know, not what your country can do for you, but what you can do for your country. What is it about the IDA that, like, elevator pitch, why, why would somebody want to be a part of it? At the same time, we've all got our own individual value that we bring to the table. Well, nobody's going to know that value, not even our customers, if we're not talking about it or if we're not giving back. And the more you give back in regards to the deposit you're making, the more withdrawals you'll be able to make as well. And that way, as you're giving back and teaching other people, the more people that you help, the more you'll be successful as well. And that works for everybody. It makes full circle. And my, my biggest thing, my biggest mission, I think, at this time and point in our hype in the industry that we're going through, that's a, a climbing a huge mountain that we have right now, is as we get more recognized as a craft and a trade by the federal labor of, uh, I'm sorry, federal Department of Labor, um, that's going to be huge. What that's going to do is going to actually put us and appoint us as an official trade. And when they do that, then we're going to be in vocational schools and we're going to be able to do things and get recognized as a professional craft and trade as we should. Sorry. Let me go ahead and step inside here. Oh, no problem. You know, that in itself, being part of that and helping pioneer that is, is huge for our industry. Because if you're in the motion of all that happening, at that point, then you're kind of setting a legacy, not only for the people that are following behind that are just coming into the industry, but for yourself for your name, for your family, and being part of this big wave that makes it happen as an association get recognized. And that in itself right there is a huge thing to be proud of. And that's that's what keeps me motivated and helps keep me motivating other people as well. Nice. So what are the different, you know, what are the different things that go on inside the IDA? Like somebody that doesn't have a clue what the IDA is, give us a rundown on, you know, what is it? Um, I mean, the International Detail Association is a nonprofit association. So all of the members are basically, um, you know, we're, we're giving up our time uh, to be part of it. Uh, everything that we do within our traveling, within going to all these events, it's all on our own dime. Um, so it's dedication to that, wanting to see the industry grow. Um, but it's, again, it's for detailers by two detailers. And it's, yes, there's a lot of old school Detailers that have been around for years that are from East Coast, West Coast, that have helped pioneer the industry for us, uh, younger guys. But it's those guys and the new blood coming into the industry that's making the difference, that's making this industry what it's becoming today with everything that you're seeing going on as the growth of it, the dollar amount, the revenues, the things that we weren't seeing five, ten years ago. Uh, so overall, I mean, this association is to help grow us individually and as a whole industry and we're on the forefront of that not only just nationally but internationally with other chapters in other countries seeing that vision as well so uh regular things that go on for the ida that a detailer could be a part of 
give me one moment, Marty. I'm going to go inside. I was trying to avoid the sound of this leaf blower in the background, but it's not doing me any justice. All good, all good. We appreciate all the time you're taking, so I know you're busy. Okay. There we go. Much better. All right, so run that by me again. What was that question, Marty? Uh, what are some of the regular things that uh, the IDA does that a detailer would be a part of? Well, we're part of quite a few events nationally, from mobile tech to detail fest to SEMA to the car wash show. Um, and by doing that, it allows us to stay engaged in the market on what's going on on a uh, more relevant basis. Sorry, I'm putting my daughter down as we speak. All good. Um, and just holding events, you know, with like Marty being a recognized trainer, uh, it allows the recognized trainers to move forward with holding individual events such as certified detailer or skills validated uh, or open garages. I mean, most uh, most um, IDA involved detailers could actually hold open garages as well. And more so just to educate the local community, bring in other detailers, get familiar with them. That's the biggest thing is networking and marketing in your own community is huge, not just for the IDA, but for yourself, for your shop, for your business. Uh, and that will help bring the market up. That's what happened is has happened in actually my local market here in McCarty County, Florida, where I was the first to become IDA member. Um, and then moving forward, I brought other detailers in within my market to kind of expose them to that. And then they grew, became members, and so on and so forth. But it's brought the market up to where consumers know. They're aware of what the IDA is. And they're actually not using non-IDA members in my area. And for that to kind of create a wildfire effect on a national level would be huge. It would be absolutely huge. But overall, I mean, events, networking, the people you get to meet, the manufacturers, the suppliers, it just, it's one of those things, I don't know if any of you guys have ever done like multi-level marketing, but like when you're at these shows at multi-level marketing, you get to network and hear people talk about their stories of life and it kind of touches you in a way that changes you. It lights a fire of, of passion underneath you that you may, you may have not had before you went to that show. That's the same thing that happens at the shows when there's a lot of IDA-based members standing around, talking shop, talking business. It just lights that passion right back up underneath you to get going and get out there and stay motivated. Uh, and that's what we stay involved with, going to shows and offering events and things like that. So what does it take? I mean, what there's different levels of IDA as far as you can be a member and then there's certifications. <clears throat> you know, we asked a question a moment ago, uh, you know, what do you guys know of the IDA? And that's mostly what people know of is, is a certificate. So what – explain like being a member, then explain the certificates, why somebody would want to have a certificate, et cetera. First and foremost, you know, becoming a member is easy. You go online, you fill out some information, you pay it forward. The benefits of becoming a member is that it allows you to get exposed to our monthly webinars, networking with other detailers, uh, just continued education, things of that nature. But becoming a certified detailer and a skills validated, basically what that is, that's not saying that you're better than the next guy that's in your town that may have been doing it longer or has a better skill set. All that's saying is that these are standardized tests that you've taken it upon yourself to take on so you could at least say, hey, I know how to perform as a professional detailer in my market and I have credentials to show. 
because I've taken a questionnaire that I've been able to answer successfully and pass. Again, standard test, not something that's making it necessarily make you better, um, but it is better in the market overall. Same thing with the skills validation. It's a hands-on four-part quiz that just says, hey, I know how to professionally and safely work on a vehicle and effectively with a process that is standard and by national recognition that I can perform that way. And that's just kind of getting your feet wet of saying, I'm helping one move forward, continued education. But when your consumers or customers see that, that, that tends to be a big deal. I mean, personally, where I live here in Brevard County, I have Cape Canaveral about 30 minutes north of me, but I have SpaceX, NASA, Northrop Grumman, Rockwell Collins. I've got all these engineer-based facilities where very, people are very inquisitive, and they actually base who they're going to choose off credentials. Now, I know in some areas, smaller towns, smaller populations, it may not be that way, but if you don't have it on your wall, then you have no conversation piece at the end of the day either. So it's not sometimes about people coming in and just seeing, oh, he's IDA, we should choose him. Sometimes it's also exposing the consumers to what that is and what it means. Because if they don't choose you today and they you at least educate them what that means and they go somewhere else and they see that other person doesn't have that and that also that other person may fail on meeting that consumer's expectations, they're going to realize there's a reason why they should have went to that guy that had the IDA certificate right behind him when he was talking to you during the consultation. Good point. Good point. So what's the process for somebody becoming and being a part of the IDA? Go online. You sign up. Uh, pay your membership dues, which lasts for a year. Uh, we are trying to work out something to where you could uh, have different methods of doing that. Uh, that will come up. We're actually launching a, a new website. So that will be up on there. And then moving forward, you could also do your uh, certified detailer quiz online. Uh, or if somebody's holding what's called a CD in a day event, you could attend that, which will allow you to network with other detailers as well. Um, if you're not capable of doing that, like I mentioned, doing it online. And then also go to our events page on the IDA website. And that will tell you who is offering a skills validation, whether it's in your city, state, or wherever it may be. And that will allow you to sign up and attend for a skills validation so you could move forward with doing the second level exam. Uh, and then from there, there are recognized trainers. Now, these people that are appointed as a recognized trainer doesn't mean that they could just go train anywhere. Basically, they're just able to accommodate offering up a CD or SV testing. Uh, and we're recognized within the industry to be capable of doing that. Um, and then, of course, if you really want to get involved, you can get on a committee uh, and then move forward with getting on to a, becoming a board member. And what that will do for you is all your opinions, all the things you hear in the market from people, you can address that and bring it to our attention. And that's when we start handling it within the industry and making it known that when we have issues, we're finding solutions. Yeah, I, and I think that's a big part um, because there's a lot of preconceived notions of of our industry. And so if we have a better presence uh, as a single backing um, to be able to push, uh, you know, awareness objectives benefits for the detailer etc you know i think you're right um talk about the webinars and you know kind of the the regular things besides the big events talk to us about the webinars and <coughs> continuing education 
the webinars are awesome because you you get detailers that are successful within business. You get detailers that are successful within their craft and well recognized within their craft. Uh, you get manufacturers, you get suppliers, you get chemists, you get all these guys that are willing to you know donate their time. It's about an hour webinar and just basically explain to you what they have to offer, what's made a difference for their life, their business within detail and to help better you. And hopefully you're able to take some sort of golden nugget from that webinar or multiple golden nuggets from that webinar to benefit you and in, in your lifestyle, your business or your craft, whatever it may be, or turn you onto a new product that just makes things more efficient in the process that you do things. Hey, 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 hey. Uh, what? What? Sorry. <laughs> but yeah, the webinars are, are very, very valuable in regards to what they have to offer. And you never know what the content is until you're on one. Uh, the cool thing is that when you are a member, we do uh, save them and then member areas, so you can always go back to them and listen to them on your ride to work or whatever the case may be. All right, so that was the question was, um, are they live or are they pre-recorded or how does that go? They are live, um, and what we end up doing is we end up recording them, then they go into our archives so you could go back to them and listen to them. Um, there's a lot of great things um, that, that go up on there. It's just a matter of what you may have interest in uh, or what you may just want to listen to to kind of capture some things. Uh, but go into the archives and you'll be able to find a lot of the ones that were recorded if you do miss them. They are in the evening time. Uh, oh, I'm sorry, not the evening time. Sometimes they're in the evening, sometimes they're in the afternoon. So obviously, East Coast, West Coast time differences, work schedules, things like that, all those variables uh, allow you to at least catch it at a later date and time. Cool. Other questions you guys have? Yeah. Yeah. So pricing is the question, Justin. What's the different pricing levels? Pricing as far as for membership? I don't know. Hold on. <laughs> I didn't hear you. Say that again. Prices becoming a member then is there a price for the different certifications the different certifications correct so for membership it's 110 dollars uh, as a detailer um, and then for the certification i believe for cd it's 200 dollars, and for sb it's 250 dollars uh, and that's just the one-time fee for when you take it and then in order to continue those certifications because they will expire uh, you just have to go ahead and if you go to an ida-based event or if you go on a webinar, those count as credits towards your recertification. So you're not coming out of pocket, you're just devoting your time to continued education and it's being documented so you could bring that to the table when it's time for your uh, for your uh, certification to be resubmitted. You'll have that to back you and you'll be able to move forward without having to come out of pocket. <clears throat> so this might be beating a dead horse, but what, what would be the overall underlying reason? Because we've had some questions here asked, um, you know, if I've been detailing X amount of years, like, why do I need a, a piece of paper? Why do I need a certification? Well, if you've been detailing for X amount of years and uh, coming inside, if you've been detailing for X amount of years and you've got all that great knowledge, where is that knowledge going to go at the end of the day? When you're done detailing, 
what kind of mark have you left on the industry with all that knowledge of how good your craft was or anything else? And that's what the IDA can help you with. That could help you leave a legacy with that knowledge to pass it along. Not only that, but if you've been detailing for that long, you've been taking a lot of withdrawals. At what point in time do you start making deposits? Because there's always so many withdrawals that you're going to be able to take before you hit zero. And you may do that for yourself, but you're not helping nobody else. And that's what the association is for. It's all about helping people. And there's a wealth of knowledge out there. We all, trust me, I go to a lot of projects. I've trained with Rennie. I've been on all the major projects in the U.S. And I still learn stuff from new guys all the time. Sorry. But I still learn stuff from guys all the time. And I'm at every show... All these major projects, Air Force One, Monterey Car Week, Pebble Beach, Barrett Jackson. I mean, I'm dealing with all different walks of life in regards to people that are just coming into detailing, people who are 30, 40 year veterans. There's always something new to learn. But if you don't put yourself out there to learn it, then and it's, it's kind of a stubborn way to live if you're just going to go ahead and say, you know what, I'm going to stay in my bubble. I don't need this. It's not for me. I'm just making my living. That's fine, too, because if that's what you want to do, then there's nothing against that. But for those who do want to join, we're always here with open arms. And if you have a change of heart, say you don't want to join train, uh, join now because you only see it as a piece of paper, when you decide you want to join, we're still here for you either way. But as you see us grow and you see this association get so big that we start getting recognized again by the federal you know, uh, trade, trade of labor and all that, that's going to be a huge thing. Then we won't get resistance from clients when we go to ask for a $1,500 or $2,500 coding job. We won't get those things. We're going to be in vocational schools right next to the ASE guys helping them out, showing them how to do proper car care. And then all these guys that were like, you know, I didn't want to do it then. I didn't want to do it then. Then they're going to be like, oh, wow, they really made a change. They really made it happen. But just like multi-level marketing, sometimes it's too late. But the cool thing about us is we always have open arms. So I can say that. So There's based on – go ahead. No, no, no. Go ahead. As I say, based on the way that we are in the association, obviously we want to see everybody on board. But if it's not the time for you, it's not the time for you. That's just how life is. Sometimes things in life that are meant to be now are actually meant to be later. And that's just sometimes how things are. So even though it's a point in time in your life you don't feel you need it, when it does come, we're still here for you. We still got your back. And, you know, the certifications, yeah, you may have 30 years, 20 years, 10 years experience and be very well-rounded in your craft, but there's so much to learn about business. You know, there's so much to learn about bringing your revenue up, and that's what we could do for you on that side. Because I can tell you now, all the traveling I've done, all the detailing, or all the uh, detailing I've done next to very, very well-known detailers that are all about their craft, that know their stuff, some of them don't know a lick about business and they're not making a dime. They could do a damn good job in regards to making paint look pretty, interiors look flawless, all of that. But they don't know a lick about how to make money doing it. They're basically doing it as a hobby, making ends meet, paying bills, chasing their tail. It's a passion. As to where the people of it is a whole other ballgame. Yeah. So do they teach that? Yeah. Sorry, I, mean, I went on a bunch of... <laughs> no, no, it's fine. So the question was just asked, so do they teach that? So do they teach how to then grow your business in a sense? Well, 
not grow your business, but oh. what profit margin should be on each, on a, on a, I mean, is there any kind of training, like in my industry, since I'm kind of new to this industry, I mean, we all kind of know exactly where our profit margin should be. I don't think this industry knows that. Mm -hmm. so, at least from what I've seen. Could you hear the question? No, repeat that for me. So, uh, I, can hear, so, I can hear you better, Marty. Unfortunately, I think he's a little bit far from the mic on the phone. It's all good. So, um, in his industry, there's there's people that teach. So, he's coming from paint and body, having a, owning a body shop, um, to now having a detail facility and a car wash. Um, and so, in in his current industry, they teach him how to do profit margins. Uh, how to set scale, you know, set pricing structure. What standard should be. Uh, yeah, what a standard, uh, you know, that uh, does the IDA do that for detailers um, and help educate on business development and, you know, how basically what you were just saying. Um, there's a lot of detailers that are crafted in their skill, but they're, they're being able to take their passion and what they're passionate about and turning it into a profit. Understand. Well, the difference between the paint and auto body industry is that that's a recognized craft. We're still in our growing stages of getting to that point. So there's already a lot of established foundation in that side of the industry that has allowed for years of people to set up uh, educational scenarios and outfits and trainings and all sorts of things, both business and craft, as the worst. We're still in our growth stages. So, for example, with the webinars, when somebody gets on that has you know different levels of college degrees that are helping out on the business standpoints of things, such as profit and loss and, and all those things that matter, those are the people, yes, that you would freely reach out to that would be able to help you on a more one-on-one -on -one basis based on what kind of time they have, if they charge for that. Um, it, it all depends. And in the industry itself, we do have trainers and mentors, such as even Randy Doyle, who will walk you through not only the craft side, but business and marketing. And he has a week-long course. So if you were wanting to go out to California, Big Bear, California, you could go sit down with him as a one-on-one -on -one or a small group training and get all of that uh, for what you're looking for. Now, there's not a lot out there that offer that. Some specialize just in training on the craft and a little bit of business, but he's one of few that actually train if you want to go just in for business He'll specialize the course based around that. So you can learn those values. And hopefully as we grow, we'll have more established uh, centers, training centers, that will be able to provide that as well as we become more recognized, just like the paint and body industry. Well, and I think there's soon to be some different podcasts that examine uh, profit and loss and growth and how to set things and running a business, Right. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Yours. A little, a little selfish <laughs> plug. No, but, and that's something to touch on because it's not, you know, that's that's a great thing about the industry is as you get more involved, you start to find people who are willing to give great content and information on different podcasts or your specific podcast or whatever it is. There's a lot of different resources. You know, we've only touched on a few, but there's so many to name that we owe credit to that as you get more in depth in the industry, just like any other industry, you start to see what's really going on with its inner workings and all the value that it has to bring to the table. Yeah, and I think that's, you know, that's sort of what the purpose when when we first started talking about doing a, a podcast together with DJ was on, can we take somebody that has a detail shop or even just 
mobile or whatever that's a member of the IDA and go through and really break down their business structure and see how we can help them become more profitable. Because that's what we've seen over the years is we're so passionate about what we do as detailers. We love how we can transform a vehicle, but many times we just don't have the, whether it's the knowledge, the backing, the the understanding of how to be able to do something that we love and make a living off of it, like make a career out of it. How could you, if you could, if you could really do what you love and make a career out of it, how could you do it? And so that's, that's sort of the, the, you know, the basis of that. And so um, that was a, the basis a sh- of that would be, I would say, investing into yourself. You know, if, if you're going to wake up one morning and get a wild hair to go start a business, you got to start investing in yourself. Knowledge is power and education is key. And if you're not seeking those things and you think you're going to get it on your own, it don't work like that anymore. And you got to get out there, get up off your ass and go get it if you really want it. That's just how it works this day and age. And the more you want it, the more you'll get it. So you put in mediocre, you get out mediocre. That's all there is to it. And I think, you know, finding those resources and utilizing them and capitalizing on them is going to be the best benefit by investing into yourself. So it takes money to make money. And some of these places you go invest, you got to spend a little dough to get some education, just like college. But when you come out, it's what you do with it that makes the difference. Good words, good words. Anybody else got any more questions? We don't want to take too much of your time, Justin. We know you're busy. So, and thank you for taking out a little bit of family time for us. So, yep. Thank you guys for uh, having the meet and greet and coming out. And thank you guys for having me on and listening to me and not falling asleep. I appreciate it. Well, one dozed <laughs> off, but, you know, we woke him up. All good, man. Hey, thank you so much. Appreciate everything that you yeah, See you, man. No, thank you. Are you there introducing them to the single-layer slayer method? <laughs> <laughs> uh, stop that. Stop that. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Marty. You guys take care. See you, man. Have a great night. You too. Bye. Bye. So he, Justin uses our CC105 and he coined the... uh, Is that what he... That's a good one, though. Yeah. No, he coined the hashtag single layer slayer because there's so many different coatings that you have to layer up. So he... Yeah, he, he, he did it as a single layer slayer. Anyway, so um, we're going to briefly, Boo, why don't you tell us, like, what, when, when you were at Cooper um, working at a, uh, well, it's still there, but, you know, when the opportunity came to do the IDA, what was it that made you want to, to be a part of the IDA? Well, actually, I, I actually am not looking for you. Yeah, it's recording, so okay. you want DJ can help I actually wanted to do it uh, before I even went to Uber. I heard about it a while back. And so it was something that I wanted to accomplish, and I went ahead and did it. So. Sorry. <laughs> That's all I got. That's all I got. DJ? Um, just pretty much all the reasons that pretty much Justin said is, like, all that passion going into it at such a, such a um, higher level and 
kind of solidifying what our industry really is. You know, that's just some, a part that I want to, something I want to be a part of, which is why I got on the board to actually be a part of the change that's happening in our industry. So um, just being more, you know, we all want to charge, you know, higher prices and be respected in the industry and so forth. And there's an industry behind us that's going to help us do that. That's something I want to be a part of, so. Cool. Thank you. I mean, for me, um, so for those of you that have come to the different groups and meetings, you've heard the story. Like in 2002, I just randomly picked up a power washer and started cleaning cars. Like I was so miserable at the job that I had that the buddy that I was meeting with, he could have said anything and I would have done it. it just so happens he said, why don't you start cleaning cars? Like, so that's what I did. And um, literally that was, what, 18 16 years ago? 16 years ago? I'm bad at math. <laughs> Barely made it out of high school. So, uh, so you know, 16 years ago, and I, I look back sometimes, at, you know, being mobile and just scrubbing and working and going, and it's like, you know, I literally have chosen a profession. Like, and it's, you know, I'm, I'm happy, you know, <laughs> like to be able to have a profession that you enjoy and do it. And so to be a part of... I mean, it's, it's like what I said earlier, like just to be a part of association that is for what I enjoy doing, it made sense. You know, we went out and did, there's a, there's a big event called Mobile Tech Expo. It's, think of it like the second cousin to SEMA. Like third cousin? Fourth cousin, yeah. Fourth cousin? But it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. Like SEMA's. <laughs> yeah, twice removed. <laughs> have you been to SEMA? Every year. Every year? That's right, because we saw you guys last year. Nice. Um, anybody else? No, but you're going for the first year. You know, SEMA is gigantic. <laughs> Unbelievable. Unbelievable. It, it takes a full week to walk through the into like you can't get through the whole show in two days. Yeah, uh, anything and everything to do with the car, pretty much. Well, they probably have a hundred thousand square feet of just tires. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just tires. Um, so mobile tech is strictly just for detailing and dent repair. And it's in Florida. And so the IDA does an event there where that's where we got our certification. And then I, I you know, the, the written part, of course, that we really didn't have a problem with. The was a little nervous going into the, the skills validated. At least I was. You were nervous. I was nervous just because, <laughs> just because, like, I didn't know what to expect fully. And, like, well... Am I valid? You know, like there's just a little bit of that anxiety of like, well, am I going to pass? You know, I'm going to pass. And I, I, the very first, you go through four sections. And the very first section was um, was the exterior of the vehicle with um, the one and only main face of our industry from Auto Geek. Uh, anybody remember the name? Mike Phillips, if you guys follow anything to do with detailing and, you know, he's written books, he's, you know, he's on, what's the different TV shows? Uh, uh, what's that garage show? What's it? A couple different, like, I mean, he's... Competition Ready. Competition Ready. Um, and, you know, and so that's the first guy that's going to, I have to prove to him that I know what I'm doing. So, you know, there was definitely some, yeah, there was some anxiety, you know, Uh and so, but it wasn't to me just the certifications, right? Like it was the community aspect. Part of a lot of reason why we came up with the detailers of Oklahoma 
is to have a community. And so I think to your question is, is a regional, national, global, you know, the regional chapter would be here, so to speak, you know, and that's what we're trying to uh, grow. We have a, a group of just detailers in Oklahoma. And so then there'll be, as we continue to grow through the IDA, there will be more IDA groups and meetings and local stuff too. Um, but to me, that's the main deal. Like if, if this is the industry that I chose and I enjoyed, then I wanted to be a part of the only association and community that is for that. So um, what other questions? So your your yearly. So your yearly membership is it's pretty bucks. yeah it's pretty set so like once a year once a year hundred and ten bucks. Once you do the webinars and get credits and stuff like that. Yeah. Is that per person or per person? It's per person. Well, you can do it. Um, well, no, there is business. There, it like so. Way fine set it up is there's a business membership, and then each person comes in under the business. So you only pay the one membership, and then each person could come up under. Say that again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we we got that ourselves just to to put it there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, actually, uh, Ian uh, is the one that created it. Oh, he made it. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then we got it from Ian. So. Um, and then yeah. So then your certification. So. You can do, like he said, you can go online and do it, or when you do it, a CDA in a day, um, where you would come here, and you would take your written and your um, and your skills validated. So you're the facilitator for that? I'm the facilitator, yeah. Um, is 350 So you actually save 50 bucks. Just out of curiosity, where's that money go? Like, how does it grow the IDA? Well, so DJ's actually on the board. That's a great question to ask, a board member. Yeah, I mean, so it just goes back. It's nonprofit, so no one takes a profit. No one's getting paid for what they do. Um, it's just for all the events, all the you know, all the time, like all the events we put out, the webinars, the website. I mean, all that you know costs money, right? So I mean, it has to. Everything costs money. So in order to be as great as it already is, like imagine how much money we have to dump in to be even greater to where we want to be. And there are employees. Yeah. Okay. Yes. So there, there, there are employees that actually. Do all, like there's a lot of back end stuff that goes on to the IDA. It's just I mean I'm on a board call you know once a month. If I'm on a committee, I'm on a board call another t- once a month. Like a lot of time that we as detailers or myself board members or you know committee members like are dedicated to because it's that it's that awesome. So, but that's not a paid position. That's not paid. No, at all. there's that's actual just, that employees. Just goes how, how great it is and to know that all that money is going to a good place. I wouldn't want to dedicate my time to someone that's someone. I'm not stupid. No one's pocketing money. I mean, it's not like that. There. Yeah. Good question, though. Yeah, because if you're going to pay the money, where does it go? Yeah, yeah great question. Yeah, someone's got to keep the paperwork in line, so. mm-hmm. and everything's documented. Like I, I, you can see financial statements and everything. Like it's, it's all there. So it's a I wasn't worried like someone pocketing. No, no, no. I, but that, but, but someone could have that kind of question. Though. Yeah. I mean, come on, we all think that. I mean, well, so as a member, do you feel there's enough asset in there for the archived uh, webinars and stuff that you can actually learn a lot of stuff? To better yourself i mean if you actually become better detailers yeah, because you, of i mean you watch them yeah you actually learn quite a bit so okay and they are all recorded mm-hmm. pre-recorded the 
older ones are. They do live ones as well. How often do they do those? Um, it just month, yeah, once once, once a month or every other month yeah. they do a live one. You just send so your email and then they'll let you know when they're gonna do it and when they're gonna go live. And then you just log in. So if you were to compare that to Details Oklahoma, like the knowledge you can pull from and just like the random stuff people are uploading, posting, commenting, how much better if you could rate it? Ah, that's a that's a. I don't think that's a comparison. Not at all. Yeah. You're, you're talking about like a group. A group. Not even a group. We're just a fellowship. Like, yeah. It's not a fellowship. It's well, like camaraderie. Like, we have how many members? 200. A little over 200, yeah. So you take that 200 or something and you multiply that by like nation thousand. Okay. So, yeah, but so but there's not. I think what you're asking is, is there an actual forum that you can go in and bounce stuff back and forth off of each other? And I don't think there is. Is there? There is. There is. Oh, there yeah. is? Okay. You can go on the web page. I've never been on it. I'm not uh, a full-blown. I haven't drank the Kool-Aid all the you way. You drink the Kool-Aid, man. Damn. It's good. So what's it's put a lot of sugar in it. Like the written part, is there like a, another? Yeah, so the, the first is a written. Um, it's 10 questions and 10 tests. So it's a 100-question test. And it goes over things from... Everything from the exterior to safety to what types of stains, um, how to you know how to do leather, uh, how to um, what's the other different ones? Safety and procedures, interior, exterior, paint, paint and body. Um, there's a chemical one, you know. There's I mean. So when you talk about paint chemicals and stuff like that there are a lot of gray in between one person's philosophies and another so do they have a reference study guide that tells you what philosophies they believe in that you can there is there's a guy named Prentice St. Clair who wrote a kind of a study guide that a lot of people will go and 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 look at it and you're completely correct well ASC is that way mm -hmm. I guarantee it I'm certified in everything mm-hmm and half the stuff I'm certified in is stuff I learned 30 years ago and it's not relevant anymore. And that's why none of my employees can pass the damn test because it's still 30-year-old information. Yeah. Um, they actually just re... Because when, yeah, when you took it, there was a lot of stuff that, yeah, there was a little bit outdated or a little bit just a little bit off. And so I think they just recently went through and redid, they revamped the test a little bit. But there, you are right because there's times that we'll be in the... And, the way the test goes is we do one one of the tests and then we go over the answers. And so there is times where somebody's opinion might be a little bit different. Um, you know, the idea of the test isn't to try and fail, it's to try and help educate. And how many people can you test at a time? Uh, that would be based on how much I want to do it, but I think we're two to three is is a good fair. I don't know if like there was like a certain day that everybody donates their time and come in and yes. everybody take the test. We get a lot of there like is. A once a month type of thing. Or uh, I don't think we're ready to do the once a month deal. But every couple months, every two or three months, maybe once a quarter. Um, you know, we've done two out of here. Um, so they'll continue to grow as you know, so to speak, the snowflake turns into a snowball, so to speak. So, but there's, like I said, there's ten different. Uh, 
<laughs> it's an old white thing. <laughs> so how many people of detailers of Oklahoma or our group are ideally certified? A handful. A handful. A little more than a handful now. One, two, three, four, five, six? About six. I think so. Six. So how long has IDA been around? Here in Tulsa? No. Oh. I don't know. I couldn't answer that. Yeah, right now, I'm not sure. Here in Tulsa, though, so are you a year, year and a half. The Oklahoma people or Tulsa surrounding area to be IDA. There's no push. I think it's more educated than what it is. Itself. Yeah, and I think that was some of the feedback that we've gotten when I've posted stuff in the group was, well, why do I need to have a certificate? And that's that's what most people know is that it's a certificate. Like it's actually more of a bigger picture type of deal. And I liked what he said where he said. If you're going to keep making withdrawals, when do you make a deposit into the industry? Um, not everybody understands that. Um, and we're one of the select few cities that has a, what used to be called PADA, but is, you know, that Manny teaches. Like, yeah. like there's, there's not very many cities that have where you can go to a school to do that. Wasn't, um, wasn't that the first one or only one? I don't know about that. What is that that you're talking about? Uh, you're, what's that other guy? Colin. Colin that's going to. Um, oh. It used to be called Pada, but now it's, we don't, I don't even think it has a name. Except just TT, or T, Tulsa, yeah, just Tulsa Tech Detailing Class or something, I don't know. So. But there's not very many people that have that, you know, especially regionally. So it's it's a that's a valid. I mean, we love Manning, we love the class. We go. Uh, this is just this is different in a sense. It's more of a national type of program. So I remember whenever you first posted, whenever you guys did that, you got a lot of exactly, yeah. Like, Which is why I kind of stepped back for a little bit, let let some feathers rest a little, let some you know, and 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 you use the word push and. There's, no, I get it. No, I think it's a value. Like it's a, it's a very valid word because I think it comes across that way, um, but it's not like it, the the association, the community is like just here. You know, well, he even said that. You know, like we'll be here when you're ready, and it's so much more than just taking a certification. It's being a part of something. I don't know if you're trying to uplift Central Plains. Like, I don't know if say Tulsa area, I don't know who, I don't know if Arkansas people can come here and take the test, or uh -huh. Texas people, I don't know if you can, like, the central area, are you, Yeah, I mean, there's, there's, push, yeah, try to get more in Texas, there's some, um, there is some recognized trainers, so you do, you get your first certifications, and then, then the next four people that want to do it, um, and have the history of being able to do training for so many years, then you get the recognized trainer. And so I went through that process so that I could then be here in the area with DJ and Vu and the other guys to facilitate the testing. So, so is that going to come down to, I don't know, years down the road? Is everybody, I don't know, I guess it's a personal opinion, be IDEA certified? Just like the PADA class or whatever. I mean, is it a course that 
Is he gonna look? No, 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 no I'm, I'm. What? I, think how to, I don't know how, because like it's just a piece of paper to like everybody. You can so, down the line, it's gonna be required of you to have this kind of sort of like to be a part of this organization. Like what you said down in Florida is no one's going to Joe's shop because mm-hmm. they're not IJ certified. Oh, does that? Ah. Uh, I mean, it, it's going to be way down the line, but I think it'll be it'll definitely be more publicly known to just the general general public and not just us in, in the industry itself. I and so. and I think he kind of answered that question with the trade communion. Mm-hmm. That's a big deal um, to be able to have it recognized with the trade communion. That detailing actually is a trade. And that's the right um, direction we're going with the idea. So then, yes, I mean, so, it, so then down it, the, it, years down the road, that's what will it help? Like. Yeah. But I think the point, too, which is, I lo- like, I go back to the reason why I asked that question, like, what have you guys heard about it, was the certification. Like, does it certificate? And some of the feedback, even on the forums, have been, well, what is a piece of paper? That doesn't mean I know how to, like, n- no, but people hit, people hit me up for our codings of, hey, how do I get a cer- certificate? Like, because people, customers come in and they see certification, does it mean that you automatically land? No, it's your quality. It's what you do as a company that lands the account or the business or that customer. Does it hurt? Absolutely not. You know, but I don't think the sales point of of the IDA is have a certificate on your wall. They really want you to be a part of the whole community. So, on a customer viewpoint, can you go like on? IDA's website and see if they're actually an IDA certified detailer. There is. You can you can actually click it to the state and zip code where they're at, and they'll show you how many people are in that area that's IDA certified. Anybody can make a sticker, get a format, and say I'm IDA certified. It can be it can be checked. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's so, all. Like, that's look, look, look if, 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 the, if a client really wanted to look at like, yeah, you can figure out if they're really. So if I was road tripping in California and say stopped in San Diego, I was like, dang, I just got a million bucks on my front end. I need someone I can trust. I can go to the IDA website and yep. see, like, they'll list you all the shops and yep. stuff. Um, and the website's getting better, too, actually. Like, I've seen the new websites. Do you guys forecast IDA getting flooded? Because, I mean, so everybody can open a bucket and have Walmart products on their shelf. Anybody could be a member, right? Yeah. Not every. I mean, the test, right? To, to be able to pass the test, could you just buy a bucket and start cleaning? No, like I know, I'm not. But at the pot of school or whatever it was, like everybody passes. Everybody passes. Or unless you leave early, but you know, you paid the school, so they're going to pass you, right? Um, was there tests that you didn't pass in the written? No. Um, well, yes. Okay, I was like, I was like, really? There was you. No, 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 no. On the idea, you you actually, but you get a chance. You have to go back and think about it. Yeah. So. That like so when I was saying earlier, it doesn't. It's not set up to make you fail, but it's set up to make sure that you know what you're doing. You know, and even at the, even at the uh, the, the 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 one we did at Mobile Tech, there's people that don't 
pass the skills validated part. And sorry, you just didn't like you can't validate what you're doing. The first one, you're just typing in answers. A lot of people can squeeze through that. But the validation part, if you know, like Vu didn't have a problem with that and he shouldn't, you know, um, but that's where it weeds it out even further. So it's actually a skills test, is that what you're saying? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the first part is hand is, is written, you know, A, B, C, D. Each section, each section of the test, there's different detail bays or what, what have you. So there's one that you do, you know, washing, there's one that you do paint polishing, the one that you do interiors, and then you just go through, you kind of walk them through what your process is. They, they know you have a general knowledge of the process in itself. So, I mean, it's, yeah. Yeah. But it's not, they don't sit there and critique you like you missed a scratch. I mean, it's not like that by any means. They just want to really know that you actually have, you give a crap. You know how to use it. And you know what the, yeah, you know right. what the equipment you have. Correct. So some of the questions might be, um, if you're going to polish that paint, go pick a tool, a product, and a pad and show me how you would do it. And it'll be listed compound, polish, fi uh, finishing. Line. And so somebody has to go pick. The right tool. They have to pick the product. They it's have to pick. It's generic listed. It's just a yeah, 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 plain yeah. bottle. Yeah. There's, plain no, bottle. Yeah. there's no McGuire's or next level coat. Like yeah. it's so all plain. Yeah. On your skills test, you pay the hundred dollars to be a member. You said three fifty mm -hmm. for two. Three fifty. If you're a member, yeah, for a test. If you're a member, it's three fifty. Three fifty. If you're not a member, I think it's like seven. So, so if we wanted to get the uh, uh, carpets, then be passed that. How much do those things cost? I have no idea. What do you say? What do you say? We'll have to get. We'll have to. We'll I have think to. we'd all want that. <laughs> we'd have to have a floor mat. That'd just be part of it. I'll have to. I'll have to get that price. That's it. Probably at least buy five of them in this group. So, <laughs> so if you pay your dues and then say for some odd reason that you fail the test, do you get a repay the three hundred? No, you can retake the test. You can retake the test. Yeah, you can fail it. You yeah, fail that's it. what I was just saying. You can There's fail, people you can fail the actual uh, validation. Validation. Yeah, you can fail the other. The written test. The written test. You can. So it's not like an open form. I thought you said the. Well, so we see in our industry we have iCar and I. Hell, I used to be an icon instructor. Um, whenever we did that, I mean, you donate 12 hours of your time, you come to the class, we test over parts, but we actually, it's kind of a, here's the test, and then we go over the test, and you have the opportunity to correct your answers before you get the computerized sheet. Um, so basically, you know, if you want to stick to your guns and be wrong, you'll fail, but I'm telling you the answer so that you can correct yeah, that's it. That's what I was... Yeah, you so... The no, no, so that, like... So the way that goes is when you take it outright, we go over the questions in a sense of what you're saying. Um, but for the, the guys that got it, like you've got an 80% pass ratio. So if, if somebody didn't, and when I say go over, like we go number one was B, number two was C, like, and then whoever didn't pass, then they get a chance to retake that test. So then we have a discussion on why all those answers were that way. But if that person on his, he knows he missed these four questions and then he doesn't still get those questions right. He just needs to do a different job. Yeah, like that's part of the weed out process. Like, thank you for coming. I'm sorry. Like, I don't, you know, they're paying the IDA. So, you know, it's. I guess it would become between them well, and the idea. Well, somebody's got a decent bill. I mean, if they have 
forms where you can go back and look at, you know, watch whatever those archive, webinars. The archive yeah. webinars and mm -hmm. stuff and get some ideas for training and stuff because that's one thing that I think this industry on this side we get is there's not a set way of buffing, there's not a set way of polishing. Everybody has different techniques and different mm -hmm. products. Well, and that's because we say detailing is an art. It is. Well, so is painting. But so is painting. Have standardized things that you have to follow to, to do that. So, so maybe, the, and that's fine, I'm, we're playing ping pong, but so I think maybe the standardized would be you use these type of pads, you use these, you know, want to make sure you use this type of product, not necessarily. Not jump and not skip stuff. Yeah. But overall, we allow people to, if you're going to paint a canvas, we allow you to pick what type of paint you want to use, what type of paintbrush, do you want to use this stroke or that stroke. And so in a sense, that becomes the artistic expression of how they transform the paint. Do they still need to use a compound to buff? You know, that would be the more of the yes. So um, I think for me, like one of the favorite things, especially going to SEMA, um, is you go into this room and they have an IDA big deal and you get to go meet. Maybe you follow different people online if you do that or not. I don't know, Instagram, Facebook, whatever. Or that you've seen them before as you keep going to SEMA, mobile, the different events, and to be able to hang out, which he even talked about, like being able to be a part of what somebody in New York or you know, Missouri or, where, you know, wherever, we always, <laughs> we always think as detailers, because we're so passionate and we can transform a paint or we can clean car, like we can make a car look so good, we think we are special. We do. We think that we do it almost sometimes better than someone else. So you go into this room with hundreds of other detailers and you really start to realize, you know, these guys are doing the exact same thing. And so how do I be a part of networking, meeting people, talking to them? Maybe they know something that would benefit me. Maybe I know something that would benefit them. And, you know, being able to be a part of something like that, to me, is a, is a big deal. I always enjoy those meetings. So, Other questions? You do? No, Why? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Anything else? All right. I will end the podcast. Thank you guys for listening. Hopefully you got some great information about the IDA. And you can always go to the IDA.com. No, it's something a little. Just Google International Detailing Association. Just Google International Detailing Association. All right. That'll take you right to it. That'll take you right to it. <laughs> so. I don't know the exact domain, but you can Google anything. Oh. If you Google International Detailing Association, it'll take you right there. So. Hey, um, Siri. <laughs> Alexa. Hey. She's listening. She's listening. Uh, so Never this mind. podcast was brought to you by Michelob Ultra Lime Cactus and the regular Michelob Ultra. Nice. Is pints okay, and polishing. We talked. It's a four percent beer. We talked a full deal about polishing and detailing, and we have not gotten a chance to talk about. What do you guys think about the uh, Michelob Ultralight? So anyway, in the podcast, we always talk about beer. That's what we do. So, how do you guys rank one to five? Give me a vote, Michelob Ultra. Maybe had a one or five. A five? 
Wow. Make loves what you drink. Yeah. I'd say like a three. Yeah, yeah. Three, yeah, yeah, I'm with you. Three, yeah. Maybe even a 2.5. Two and a half. The Ultra Cactus, though, that ranks it up. I like the flavor of the cactus. It brings a little bit to it. Oh, yeah. What do you got? Red Bull. Oh, Red Bull. That's why you gave it a five. 